Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am DJ Hurricane here with KCSU Fort Collins. We will be doing live coverage of the CSU versus North Carolina volleyball game at Moby Arena. And I hope you are all going to love the game and enjoy it. Now to send it off over to our sports director, Eliza Drotar. Thank you so much, DJ Hurricane. We really appreciate it. As he mentioned, welcome everybody to Moby Arena. Thank you guys so much for joining us here on 90.5 KCSU. My name is Eliza Drotar. I am here with Caleb Allen, the wonderful and talented. How are you doing, Caleb? Oh, I tell you what, I was super excited coming into this matchup here today just because volleyball is back, school is back in session. We are ready for fall sports. I didn't think I'd get any more excited until we walked in. We have two full student sections. It looks like a basketball game from last year, the top 25 team, but I'm super thrilled to be here. It's, uh, it's wonderful. 100%. I'm really looking forward to seeing what the Rams have up their sleeves. There is a lot going to be happening, so let's jump right into it. First, we are going to start off with our recap of last year's face-off against UNC in 2021, where UNC won in the reverse sweep, the dreaded reverse sweep. And the best performers are back-to-back -back with Stanford and Sullivan Lieber and Jackie Van Liefta. UNC just had, they lost their top attacker from that game who had 405 on kills and four points per set. So that is, that's a big loss for uh, for UNC. And um, yeah, they have, <laughs> they have a lot going on for the team that they have lost, but they also have a lot that they have gained, including, uh, play, they have in, including players like Ava Swain and Liv Mordridge. They have a lot coming up soon and we are going to see it and we are going to see what uh, North Carolina has in store. But, of course, we are going to go to what the Rams have in store because home game starts out first, right? CSU has, led, has less attack errors and ball handling errors than most of the teams and beating out almost everyone in the conference, meaning they are less likely to screw up on their defensive side and on their attacks, which is a definite big deal when it comes to most of the way that they play. They play very aggressively. So making sure that they don't screw up in the spots where they have to go hard is one of the most important things that they could have. Next up, their continual lack of ball handling errors has to be one of the most important things because these players are very strong in their communication and they're going to have to keep that up. Despite losing players like Hudson Colombo and Romeliotis, we got to be able to see people like Pritchard take, up, take the reins and keep that team communication alive and keep that joy alive and remember that this is one of the games that people love to play and, well, continue to do well at. What about you, Caleb? Yeah, well, looking at UNC in this matchup, this team lost its best attacker. Don't don't get too far away from anything. There's two sides of this game. That's offense. That's defense. And honestly, you lose Nia Robinson. UNC does. That's your best attacker. 405 kills for the on the year last year. But their best player, in my opinion, was Caleb Merkler, who was second on or excuse me third on the team in kills with 238. But she was a powerhouse in the front of the net. 19 solo blocks to cap off that season. So when you talk about both ways, two-way players, Kayla Merkler is that player, and guess what? She is suited up here tonight. It's going to have to be someone that's going to figure out, or you have to figure out if you're CSU. 100%, and along those lines, we have uh, Mabry Shackmaster, who has been one of the better all-around players that, for UNC, and is going to be an absolute terror for the Rams to be able to get through. They are, she is fantastic when it comes to the front side, the back side, the defense, the offense. Someone that you have to watch out for, especially if you're the Rams, in those back corners. Yeah, and Mabry Shaftmaster led the game for UNC and led the entire match, excuse me, in that matchup last year with 22 kills. So obviously they are, they are experienced in relying on people that aren't 
Nia Robinson because Kaya Merkler and Mabry Shaftmaster have been there and done that with this team. So it's some two people you have to look at when going into this matchup here tonight. 100%. One of the things that we wanted to talk about with you is our keys to the game. So one of our biggest keys, UNC is one of the five tournament teams CSU will be playing in a very challenging schedule. Yeah, it's, it's eight playoff teams, eight non-regular season teams that CSU is playing, five of which were in the NCAA tournament, which you, uh, CSU failed to reach last year, falling in the tournament to UNLV last November. UNC is one of those five teams. Six of those eight games are here at Moby Arena, and this is one of those. This is one that you want to start off with. You really want to get that win, and obviously non-conference, whatever, but that's besides the point. This is a challenging schedule for, the, uh, for CSU to grow upon, and they have no choice but to get better. That, that is what Tom Hilbert has said. They will have to be better. They will have to get better through non-conference. That way you're set up for win. Conference play starts a little later this fall. Well, that is one of the big things we have seen with uh, North Carolina. They went 11-0 and in their non-conference play, starting off the season with just all Ws. And that is a very scary thing, including the one that they won against Colorado State. Hey, well, good news for CSU is Tom Hilbert's been really effective here in season and home openers. Tom Hilbert is 17-8 in season openers and 14-7 and in home openers. So he knows how to do this. It's electric building. This is what Tom Hilbert's built. You haven't really got this type of crowd in the last two or three years with COVID going on. The masks are off. Tickets are being sold. And I think that's really going to energize Tom Hilbert's club here in a season opener. Well, I mean, considering the amount of people that actually want to join us here in Moby Arena, it is a massive number, almost three times what you would see from almost any other home game in conference or out of conference. There are so many students here that are super excited to be here. Almost 3,000 a game at, on average. Yeah, and that's one reason why they are bringing the Mountain West Tournament to Fort Collins this fall. They're not taking on the road. They get to bring it here because this arena is big. It tracks a lot of numbers, and that's what the Mountain West Conference looks at. And that's one thing that Tom Hilbert has established here at CSU is a group and a community effort. He does everything he can to stay within the community, and that brings people in the seats, and that's what makes Moby Arena so hard to play in. Absolutely agreed. I, I couldn't have said it better myself, Caleb. You know what? That's why you are the best co-host. Hey, well, I appreciate it. Hey, I'm, I'm happy to be back. This is exciting. We get ACC in the building. This is a matchup that we've had two or three times in the last four years, and it's a matchup I feel like CSU can really win. So this, this crowd should get pumped up here for the first big home match of the season. So I'm, I'm super excited to be here. I think there is definitely plenty of hype. The student sections, like you mentioned, are full and are still trying to fill up with students standing in the, uh, in the aisleways trying to be able to find a way in to watch this big home opener against the Athletics. Yeah, UNC does not look phased. I was watching them during warm-ups. They were kind of being heckled. We have our boys, the Outlaws, and Moby over here, front and center as always, just kind of terrorizing UNC, and it just was met with smiles. UNC, the Tar Heels are not worried at all about the noise here. Like I said, they play in the ACC. They play in front of large crowds night in and night out, whether on the road or at home. This is not going to phase them. So what you have to do is bring your best game, and that's what CSU's got to look for tonight. That is one thing that the Tar Heels have always been good about. They are not phased by some difficult challenge, and that is one thing that they are going to be battling head-to-head -head against the Rams. Once again, not afraid of a big challenge. This is going to be one of those games that could define how the girls are going to be thinking for the rest of the season and their out-of-conference games. So we need to see who's going to be phased first, and whoever gets phased first is going to be the one that loses the game. And one of our keys to the game is being strong at the net. Either team, if they are stronger at the net, then it is going to be a massive deal and massive when it comes to however they're going to be able to win. 
Yeah, that's how CSU has been able to win their matches. You remember the, the streak last year, they had never lost a single set at home in conference. How do they do that? By stopping with the net. It's going to be a hard test. Sasha Colombo no longer with the club, but Jackie Van Leeft has moved to middle blocker, and you're going to have to ask her to step up and really be a force there at the front of the net. Last year, Sasha Colombo uh, led the or excuse me, second on the team in blocks and solo blocks with 11. Jackie Van Leeft was just with three, so you've got to look for some more blocking from the front of the net. That's her only uh, your only bet if you want to stop the powerful attacks of UNC. 100% something that we are going to be seeing is going to be a lot of attacks at the net. But the other problem, that is, it is two sides of a coin. If you are blocking at the net, there is a big chance that you will be leaving those back corners open. And that is a deadly weak spot for when it comes to the Rams. A lot of the times, if it's all about accuracy and you're able to constantly hit those spots where the Rams aren't or where the Tar Heels aren't, if you're going to flip it, then massive problems will arise. Those will be practically free points. Yeah, those back corners on both ends are going to be very important for both teams here tonight. UNC, watching some of their games last year, they bring that whole group mentality, the, the group blocking to the front of the net. So at, some, at times you'll see four or five blockers at the front of the net on one shot. But that leaves those back two corners wide open. If you can hit your shots tonight, CSU should be able to score and get out to a pretty big lead pretty quick. But it is the first match of the year, so you are going to be interested to see can CSU hit those, those little spots. Can you aim small and hit small? Accuracy, accuracy, accuracy. The Rams have just made it onto the court, as you can hear, and the crowd is on their feet. There is not a person sitting in this room. Very exciting stuff. So we are going to be uh, we are going to be sending it back to the studio real quick, so that way we can uh, we can get ready for the rest of the game, and we will see you guys. Well, you will hear us very very soon. So let's start with our final key to the game, Caleb. I'm I'm good on those. If you have one more, you can go ahead and throw it out. The one thing that I gotta say is the roles are set up very evenly for both teams. You can see that there is no reliance on just one player. We did mention that earlier. You will have people like Jackie Van Liefta who can kind of fit wherever they need to. You have people like Mabry who can fit wherever they need to, be helpful in the front, in the back, on offense or defense. And whoever is able to sort of be as even as possible in that front, I think will be able to have the biggest chance of winning. And the Rams are leading when it comes to a lot of their attacking, like we mentioned earlier, their kills, their total attacks, their service aces, their points. If they can keep that up, I think there is a very good, there's, there's going to be a chance that they can win this and an even better battle to watch against the Tar Heels. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to step up. We saw it last year. Kennedy Stanford was the player that they went to. UNC spreads it around a little bit, though. That's all over the place, a lot of movement, a lot of lateral movement. You're not going to see one attack from one side. So if you're, if you're CSU, you've got to be stronger than that. You've got to move. You've got to communicate. Otherwise, you'll be drowned in the deep waters here in this one. Again, said it better than I could ever imagine. We will be back soon at Moby Arena. Thank you so much for tuning in to 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins for our coverage of the season opener, North Carolina versus your Colorado State Rams. We'll be back to 95 KCSU Fort Collins. Are you a music creator? Moby Arena, my name is Eliza Drotar. I am here with Caleb Allen for the home opener of the Colorado State Rams women's volleyball against North Carolina. We are going to be starting with our starting lineup for North Carolina Tar Heels. We got Charlie Nigo, uh, Sadie Swift, Mabry Shaftmaster, Kaylee Merkler, Liv Modridge, Karen Whirl, and Ella Bostic. And for your CSU Rams, we have Malaya Jones, 
Katie Yoshimoto, Annie Sullivan, Kennedy Stamford, Kiara Lieber, Sierra Pritchard, and Jackie Van Liefdock. And of course, our head coach, Tom Hilbert, coming in to the, well, not to the surprise cheer, to the fantastic cheers of everyone in Moby Arena. The lights are dim. They are about to come back up as the game is about to begin. Everyone is on their feet. Let the fun begin here at Moby Arena. It's fantastic to see everyone here. Right now, the teams are giving a high five, saying, let's go, have a good match. And let's see what the girls have up their sleeve. I'm very excited to see what's going to be coming next for the CSC Rams. And, of course, the Tar Heels. Let's see what they can bring to Moby Arena. Caleb. This place is absolutely electric. And I'm not just saying that because we're on the broadcast. This really feels like when you had a top 25-ranked basketball team last year. Bring it in. It's opening week, first week of classes. And the student section showed out. We've got overflow into the stands over here and we got great tickets sold to the community too this is going to be a fun one both one, ways 100% really looking forward to see what we have next the first serve will be underway shortly there's still a lot of celebrating going on there first with flags out everyone on their feet and like Caleb mentioned a lot of seats sold for the community which is an absolutely fantastic way to see our team be supported. More than just the students, and the students, this has got to be a fantastic break for them because they have just finished their first week of classes. It is time to start the weekend outright with some CSU women's volleyball. Looks like the first serve is going to be going to the Tar Heels. They will be going, it will go to Karina Wuerl, the senior from San Diego, California. They'll be setting on the right, they will be serving on the right side. And there is our serve, and it is out. Rams have their first point of the season with a serve that was sent out of bounds. Rams point. And a big smile from Tom Hilbert as Malaya Jones, the near 20 year old freshman when it comes to her eligibility comes out of the game for Ruby Kayser who gives the CSU Rams their first serve of the year. And there goes Kayser, sent over to number five of the Tar Heels, 34, and sent over by a mix of number nine and number 21. Pritchard set, oh, and a fantastic hit by Annie Sullivan. There was an attempt for a dig on the Tar Heels side, but it was rejected. Yeah, that new front line, no Sasha Colombo, means Jackie Van Leap, the moves to center. Annie Sullivan still on this left side closest to us, and with great kill attempt there on the second attempt. Ruby Kayser sends it over again, number five on the Tar Heels, sent up by number 34, and a, a fantastic kill by the Tar Heels. No, that was number 34, Ella Bostic. Very impressive hit and a very solid, uh, very solid went from the air to the ground immediately with unfortunately no, well, with no chance of return on the Ram side. Number 25, and we are back in back in Jackson. We have Sierra Pritchard sends it over number eight. And a block that went back over towards the Rams side. A block that was not able to be finished by the Rams. Uh, Annie Sullivan and Sierra Pritchard were unable to get the block. Got to be stronger than that. You can't come half-hearted. You've got to come the whole way. And you've got to get those accurate. If you come halfway, you don't have control of where that ball pushes to. May Maddie on the serve for the Tar Heels. Saved by Yoshimoto. Jackie Van Liefde on the attempt for the kill, but was blocked on the front line for the Tar Heels. Yeah, that was Kaya Merkler. She's the one that had the kill a moment ago. She gets the block there. She led the Tar Heels last season in solo blocks. That's her first one this season, 19 last year. 
is a force to be reckoned with for sure. Back to Maddie May, sent over to Anima Weather Pritchard and sent over by Sullivan once again. It's always a great sign when you see Annie Sullivan shooting and putting it exactly where she wants it. You know, aim small, you hit small, and that's what she did there on that one. <laughs> you nailed it, Caleb. Jacob and Lipita up next to serve from the right side. And there's a serve dug out by their defensive specialist set. And out of bounds. Rams point, they are now four and three against Tar Heels. Yeah, Tar Heels are attacking that far left in the far right corner, like I said, looking at the back side, and they are shooting way too far over. Do not expect them to do that the whole time. They're gonna find their range at some point. Leafdom once again set up by number nine, defensive specialist, and well, bam! Wow, what a hit! It was sent over by Charlie, number five on the Tar Heels, but it was blocked and returned back to their side by once again, Annie Sullivan. Yeah, there's a strong block. Way to come to the net on that one. Leafdom once again. Dug out by the defensive specialist going to number 34 on the Tar Heels. And there was a call. Double hit. Double hit for the Tar Heels Rams point. That is one thing that is very difficult when you are playing the first game of the season. You've got to be so careful when it comes to those double hits. It's very sloppy. Take some time to get back in the rhythm of this thing. Leaf to serve, hit the net, barely made it over. Send the stick down. The, the candy cane pulled is now down on the ground, which nullifies the point, I believe. It makes it a... It'll just be a replay here for replay. CSU. Jackie Van Liefde will get the replay. Uh, the net doesn't look like it's ready for the season to start, apparently. A little <laughs> working off the rust as well. It seems so. That candy game pole did not want to stay up there. It wanted to take a break, go lay down before the rest of the season began. We are in a bit of a lull right now while we are waiting for the, uh, for the set to come back. And we see that Kennedy Stanford is being slightly pulled aside by the assistant coach and is now back on the court. Hopefully something positive coming up from, uh, from Emily Cohen, the assistant head coach for the Rams. We have seen that Cohen has a lot of skill and has been able to lead the team as a head coach before. Van Leef to over, set by number three on the Tar Heels, 34 barely able to make it over, and number nine sent back and was not able to be dug out and set after the attempted dig. It was sent over towards the student section on the left-hand side, Tar Heels point. Yeah, Tar Heels keep going to that back line. CSU just keeps sucking up, trying to play strong at the net, and because they're doing that, you're getting the far attacks, the back end attacks, and one finally bit them. Charlie to serve on the Tar Heels, dug out by Kennedy Stanford. A little bit of miscommunication from Ruby and back over by Stanford. A little bit of miscommunication again from the Tar Heels. Two players collide after that set. Wow, that was very close. Stanford with a nice job splitting the two blockers there. It was 34 and 14 for the Tar Heels. Both came up not strong enough. She sent it right through, just kind of splitting the gap between the two of them. A nice soft kill. Perez coming in to serve. Dug out by number five on the Tar Heels, 34, and one hit by number 14. Dug out by Korea Lieber. Barely set over by Stanford. A block at the front by Pritchard and Ruby. And a block at the front by number nine and number 14 of the Tar Heels, Mabry and Merkler, to get the point. It's a solid volley from both teams there, but I saw more positive out of CSU than I saw any negative. That's just an unfortunate point. Ruby Kayser, one of three ladies that will be filling in for that Alexa Romilio's gap that has left after her departure this past season. Kayla to get the serve, and it is, is it out or is it in? I think it's out. It is out. 
You mentioned it earlier, Kayla. Being able to aim in those correct spots is going to be absolutely necessary for a win in this game. And the Tar Heels have not been able to get it and on it's their obvious, side. And it's obvious where they're trying to go with it every single time. So see, I would like to see if after this set, Tom Hilbert makes some adjustments. Kennedy Stanford serves, set by dig out by number five. And a immediate block attempt on the Rams' side, but the Tar Heels getting the point, not being able the Rams not being able to stop it. Yeah, the Rams are starting to see the power of UNC really strong, pretty tall up front, got some pretty uh, good size on their side. You've got to come up to the net, and you've got to bring some power of your own as a, def uh, as a defender on that. Number third four of the Tar Heels to serve. Sierra Pritchard set. Well, boom, it's a bit, of, bit out of the way. We are seeing the dug out by the defensive specialist. Once again, defensive specialist Yoshimoto sends it up, and a block by the Tar Heels, unable for, for one of our players to be able to get up there for Malaya Jones, uh, our redshirt sophomore, to be able to get it over the net. Yeah, redshirt sophomore, she's a freshman in eligibility. You can see the lack of experience trying to go directly at a block with a power hit's never gonna work. You gotta kinda go with the touch kill on that. Served by number 34 of the Tar Heels. Sent back, sent towards Stanford, and now it's just a simple bump over by Jones. Once again, a bump from the defensive specialist and a quick dive save. Saved by Pritchard and now over. Fingertips. Fingertips, it is Rams point. Woo! This is a very quick game, a lot of very fast action happening, on, and that is one of the Rams specialties, is they are able to go one, two, three, over. One, two, three, over, immediate. It's something they work on in practice. When I was at open practice a few weeks ago, you see it a lot. Yoshimoto to serve, dug out number number five, number 34, number nine. Send it over, and it was in right through the blocking of Sierra Pritchard. Tar Heels point. Yeah, that's Shaftmaster. You've got to watch out. You let her get ISO one-on-one -on -one with anyone on this side. Let her pick her spot. You're going to have a trouble, have a hard time stopping her. You've got to get two-on-one there. Shaftmaster to serve. Dug out by Yoshimoto. Saved by Pritchard from going out and just sent over by Kennedy Sanford. Dug out by defensive specialist number eight, then number 18. And Yoshimoto gave it her best effort but was unable to get the ball up for a set for the rest of her team. Tar Heels point. We are now tied 9-9. Yeah, Yoshimoto only got a few sets last year. So you're going to see a little bit of those rust. It's going to take a few matches for these newer players to get uh, into the game and get into the system that Tom Hobart likes to use. Shaftmaster again. And sent... Sent out or is it in? It is out of bounds. Once again, point Rams. We have seen Annie Sullivan has just come in for Sierra Pritchard. Oh no, Pritchard's in the back. Yeah, Sierra Pritchard's gonna serve here the best Pritchard's in, the back. in terms of service aces of the Rams last season. Pritchard sends it over number nine on the Shark Heels, set up by number 18 and barely sent over by number five. Dug out, spike, and a save by an amazing defensive specialist. Sent over and out, Rams point. Yeah, beautiful. I tell you what, when this Rams team hits with accuracy and power, it is a beautiful thing to see. And they've got multiple players up front that can do it for them, whether it's Malaya, whether it's Jackie Van Liefta, or it's Andy Sullivan, who just got the kill on that one. Pritchard once again to serve on the right side. Just barely set, number nine, number 34, and then dug out by Pritchard right at the net. It was a block and unfortunately went down on the Rams side. This is Tar Heels point. I'm surprised there wasn't an over-the-net call there. Both players for UNC reached towards Andy Sullivan's block, which should have been a call, but uh, a missed one there from the line judges. Well, we will see what happens. And it is serve over to Stanford, set by Pritchard. One, two, three, sent. Oh, what a dig attempt right there 
by Ella Bostic, but unfortunately was unable to connect Malaya Jones with that incredible spike. Malaya Jones has missed three years of volleyball, has not played since she was 17 years old in high school due to COVID and various other reasons. Looks on top of her game here so far. Ruby Kayser to serve. Dug out by number nine, number 34 once again, and a hit off of a Rams player off of the head. Something we don't see too often, but that was a very specific hit that you could see that they were trying to go for. And we have seen Ella Bostic as very dominant at that net, being the Sierra Pritchard of the Tar Heels. Maddie surf, dug out by Yoshimoto. Set by Pritchard and out by Stanford. Another amazing spike with a miscommunication on the dig, especially with, uh, with Kiara World. She's been going after every single shot and did not allow Maddie to be able to get the ball. And just a bit of a mess clogged up the system. Kennedy Stanford right. hitting the ball with a high clip, a .667 hit percentage so far in this one. Jackie Van Leaf just sent over. Dig, spike, saved. Set up by Sierra Pritchard and barely over by Ruby. Once again, an attempt at the block, but it did hit fingertips, so it is a Tar Heels point. Attempt at the block that did not go through. Well, you saw there a lot of that lateral moving back and forth. UNC doesn't try to push it to one side and attack you from that same side. They like to work it side to side and make you move and then create those openings that they can attack like they just did there on that play. Charlie of the Tar Heels to serve. Ooh, a little bit of a screw up there with Ruby Kayser, but it was able to get back over a little mix-up with Kennedy Stanford. One, two, three, perfect shot by Annie Sullivan to be able to send it just to the left outside of where all the blockers were. Couldn't have been any better if we tried. Sullivan takes a look over here at the player's scoreboard on the side, looks to make sure she got credit with that kill, and I would too, because she picked her spot and she found it, and she threw it all the way across the court, opposite side away from the Tar Heels defense. Absolutely beautiful as Helena Perez is up to serve. Save, got a dig out, by, saved by 34, then sent over with a dig, a spike, and sent into the stands. Wow. Kara Lieber was very close being able to get that shot, but was not able to be able to hold it in bounds. Yeah, one thing you tend to see a lot early in the season, a lot of fly balls into the stands. You've had about four or five so far in this one with the, the lack of control from the players. And another one here. Served by Marker was sent over and was unable to catch the dig. Pritchard was on her way over, but was sent out again into the stands on the ramps. And welcome back to our coverage here at Moby Arena of the first game of the women's volleyball season. Here, the CSU Rams are facing off against the North Carolina Tar Heels. It is 22-17. We are at set point. Packed house here at Moby Arena is getting treated to a good one. It is 20-17, five points away for the Rams. And no better way to start the season than a win at home in your first set. And they'll look to do that. Nice little surge there. They were down 17-16 and since, has gone, since have gone in on a 4-0 run. Five more and they are going to cap off this first set. So far it's looking good for Rams fans, but we have seen that the Tar Heels can definitely come back from a shot like this. Yoshimoto to serve. Caught out by the defensive specialist, sent over once again. To, oh, what a save. Number nine to number 11, Sierra Pritchard. Saved by number nine on the Tar Heels. Sent back up and back to number nine at the net. Yoshimoto to get the save. Sierra to get the set. And Kennedy Stanford just to push it over as much as they can. Uh, sent over to number 35. Block at the net. Saved by number 18 of the Tar Heels. Hit into the net, but back. 
Sent over to Kennedy Stanford. Sierra Pritchard hits the mat, hits the ground, and that is a Rams point. That's just the experience for Sierra Pritchard just paying off. You play, she's a three-year starter now for CSU, and instead of setting the set, she knows the entire defense for the Tar Heels is backing off the net. Find your point, push it towards that, and you're going to get the point there. Great play by Pritchard. Yoshimoto to get the save defensive specialist at the Tar Heels. 34, and then unable to connect for Perez. Unfortunately, was not able to be able to get it off of the ground and was just sent into the uh, the media bench. Yeah, great call there by UNC. A lot of teams want to slow it down when they start struggling a little bit, but instead of letting CSU continue to feed off the momentum, you want to strike quick if you're the Tar Heels, and that's exactly what they did there. Served by the Tar Heels, number 20. Sent over to Sierra Pritchard State. And a, a Rams point, Kennedy Stanford. We are up 22 to 18 for Rams fans. Yeah, we talk about the Rams coming to the net and blocking strong. If you're going to play against a player like Kennedy Stanford, who is Mountain West player, she's a preseason Mountain West player, you've got to come to the net on a, her attack. She's really strong, and she has the power of, you know, the, probably the most power on the team. Sierra Pritchard up to the serve and leading to the first service error for the Rams out of bounds. Tar Heels point and their serve. Yeah, Rams three points away from finishing this thing off. They will not go away. They did have a problem last year of closing sets out. I'm wondering what it is mentally or whatever. Uh, CSU can never finish off sets. It takes them a few points. Served by number 21, sent over to <laughs> sent over to Kennedy Stanford and was then hit over by Annie Sullivan. And to this may of Tar Heel fans, hit the ground. Rams a point. About to say we were. I was expecting a timeout there at 23. We got the timeout at 23. Took uh, the head coach for UNC, Joseph Gula. A little bit of extra time to get there, but he called it either way. Absolutely. And before we go on, if you are looking for effective ways to reach out to the CSU community, Rocky Mountain Student Media is a multifaceted media company equipped to help businesses connect with CSU students and staff. To find out more about promotional opportunities on campus, go to agency.rockymountainstudentmedia.com. And hey, Rams fans, keep up to date with CSU sports updates features through the Rocky Mountain Student Media's Rocky Mountain Collegiate Publishing on Thursdays, Collegians TV, Monday Sports Show on Comcast Channel 11, and live play-by-play -play here on KCSU FM 90.5. Student Media is CSU's source for campus news. Woo! We're doing pretty good today. We are really excited to be able to see this game. It has been very tense, very close game, something that we would expect from the Tar Heels, especially looking back at last year's. They had the first five-setter for the Tar Heels here, there, at their stadium when we were able to send up before. They were only at four-setters or three-setters, but we were the ones that were able to push it to a five-set, but led to the river sweep. Yeah, it was a, a really close, really energetic game as well at that one. So you can't fall asleep here if you're CSU. You're still two points away from finishing this one off, or this set off rather. And you've got to continue to push it. You can't give up after the first one. You've got to keep going because you know UNC. They know how to come back from losses. Whether they have returned a lot of their starters from last year, so we're not surprised with their experience. Ruby Kayser reserve sent over, saved by number nine of the Tar Heels, 14. What a hit immediately back towards Sierra's face. Yeah, Pritchard took that one straight off the chest. A nice, solid kill. Like I said, a lot, a lot of power up here for UNC. Something you're going to have to figure out how to cope with if you want to win out of this match. The one thing I'm most impressed by is the girls' ability to bounce back. Serve over by the Tar Heels. A little bit of miscommunication there between Yoshimoto and Kayser. Sent over by Kennedy Stanford, number 34 of the Tar Heels. Number 14, and a fourth touch 
court, Rams point. It is now 24-20. Yep. Moby Arena will come to its feet for the first time this season in what could be a massive point here. This is the elusive 25th point that the CSU could never figure out how to get on the first try. See if Jackie Van Leaf can serve it up for them today. Jackie Van Leaf just sent over number 25 on the Tar Heels. Number 34 again, number nine, sent it in the right direction, but too far past. Rams get the first set of the season, a first set win here at Moby Arena, first set out of conference and against the Tar Heels. Yep. Both, oh, actually we have some blood, it looks like from Sierra Pritchard's nose, probably off that last shot. Looks like she's got to clean that up in between sets. I could be wrong, but we do have switch sides here for CSU and the Tar Heels. That's a new rule this year. No COVID uh, restrictions anymore when it comes to playing these games. And you're seeing that we get CSU on our side now. We had our closest look of Tom Hilbert in about two seasons too. You are absolutely right. We are going to send it back to the studio momentarily and we will be back in about two minutes. Tune in to 90.5 KCSU FM, your home for CSU Volleyball. Head to Moby Arena. My name is Eliza Grosjean. Next to me is the amazing Caleb Allen. We are here at Moby Arena for the first game of the women's volleyball season. The CSU Rams versus the North Carolina Tar Heels. The Rams just came off a win on their first set, 25-20, with a lot of attacking errors that had happened in this game. And I think that was a lot of what led to the points in this one. Yeah, a lot of errors, to be honest. A lot of outs inside. I mean, CSU, you're going to take every set you can win this year. You're not going to complain how it comes. But I would like to see them get some more offense going. I've only two or three times that we see some energetic kills that got this place jumping, got this place rolling, got this place excited. So I want to see less errors on the UNC side, only to see CSU and their offense kind of get into a flow. And hopefully they can win a set on their own without the help, as we saw in that 25th point in the last one of a UNC error. The biggest thing that I saw that was going on was definitely North Carolina's ability to do their blocks. They were at four blocks to, to the Rams two. And that I think led to a lot more of the points and a lot more of the energy coming from the team for a positive turn. Okay, you're definitely not, I'm not surprised by that. This is a very strong, very, very long, very tall team UNC. CSU's got to find more creative ways to get kills around and over these blocks. Sierra Pritchard will be up to serve once again. Sent over, saved by number nine of the Tar Heels, number 34. Sent over by number five, past the defense. Sierra Pritchard getting the hit and sent over Tar Heels point. Yeah, miscommunication there. A misread, honestly, by the entire front line of CSU, thinking someone else is going to go get it. You got, you, someone's got to call it. And in, in, in my opinion, Andy Sullivan was that player for them last year. Andy Sullivan's got to be that player for them a lot this year. 100% agree. Number 25 of the Tar Heels to send it out. Annie Sullivan to get it up. Sierra Pritchard Sullivan at the net, sending it in between the blockers, but saved by the defensive specialist to everyone's surprise. Kennedy Stanford, Sierra Pritchard, and Annie Sullivan sent it right in between number 25 and number 21. What a shot. That was the absolutely perfect angle, exactly what you needed to be able to get that point. I talked about Kennedy Stanford earlier, how well she was hitting the ball. No one's hitting it better than Annie Sullivan right now. That's her fifth kill hitting at .714%. Annie Sullivan looks like she is ready after winning Newcomer of the Year last year. Ruby Kayser sends it over, and that is Tar Heels point, sends it out. Again, another one of those service errors. We have seen quite a few of those so far. So right, right now it is two to three on those service errors with North Carolina leading. Match one, you're gonna have to work out these wrinkles as part of it, you gotta find your distances, and that's what CSU's gotta figure out here in the second set. Sent over, was caught by Yoshimoto, sent up by Kennedy Stanford, and hit by Jackie Van Leefter right to the ground on the Tar Heel side. 
Rams once again getting that point, getting back into it, tying it up two to two. Van Liefde hasn't had any errors or aces, but she's nice and steady at the back of the service line. That's what she's going to do. And I spoke into existence. My apologies. <laughs> a hit into the net by Jackie Van Liefde. That It's a commentator's curse. I'm telling you. Yeah, well, that's one. we got to get a counter this year. That's the first one. We'll, uh, we'll keep note, and we'll have a total up at the end of the season. Thanks to our producer. Please uh, please put that down in the books. And another hit into the net by number 14 of the Tar Heels, Kayla Merker, back-to-back three points. That is a rarity if I've ever seen one. Well, it's a rarity because it doesn't happen as you get on into the season. The early games always see these mistakes. There's so much energy, especially in a, an arena filled with students all over the place, overfilling into the second sections. They're loud, and there's a lot of energy in here. Land Players Perez. are feeding off of that. Lion Perez sent over number 25, hit by 20, hit by 34, number 18, blocked at the front, a touch, and sent back over to the Tar Heel side. Caught by Perez and sent over by Pritchard, saved from an amazing dig, number 25 sent up and over. Sierra Pritchard once again and is able to connect. Helena Perez on that kill, hitting it right towards the ground, right in between a Tar Heels pile. I think Perez was the one that set that one. Karina Lieber was actually the one that sent that one over, her second kill of the game. Pretty solid. She's going to have to be one of the players that steps up this season. Sent over by Perez and into the net once again. Yeah, that's what, three service errors in the last five serves. That is not what you want to see, and that is something that you will only be seeing at the beginning of the year for both teams. Alabastic to serve on the Targio side. Caught by Yoshimoto, sent up by Pritchard, and sent down to the ground by Kiara Lieber. Sent over towards that left side where it was completely empty. Right aim once again. A lot of rotation here early for Tom Hobart, who talked about trying to find that rotation, finding out who your real players are, because it's one thing to practice, but it's another thing to be in a match with this much energy. Malaya Jones is in for Ruby Kayser. Stanford sends it over to number nine. Number seven sends it over from the Tar Heel side. Pritchard to send it over. Lieber once again being able to hit it. Saved by the Tar Heels defensive specialist and was unable to be caught back by Yoshimoto on the dig. Coach Tom Hilbert frustrated with Karina Lieber on that. She didn't come strong enough to the net. That's something he's talked about last season a lot, that he wants these players to grow and be stronger at the net. Karina Lieber, she's got the frame to do it. She's got the size to do it. She's got to come strong at the net because if she is, there's not really anyone who can keep up with the power that she has. Olivia Diaz to serve on the Tar Heel side dug out and sent barely a touch by Sierra Pritchard throwing off the Tar Heels and Olivia Diaz Rams point yeah it's awesome I, my favorite part of the game is when setters can kind of do a little over the back uh, behind the head type kill we saw it last year with Izzy Squileski from OSU some of the best in the game but Sierra Pritchard's right there with her what a great defender kill. specialist to the defender specialist Yoshimoto gets it over after sent by a three touch and sent over towards the media bench from Malaya Jones. A lot of celebration going on on the Rams side after that point. Yeah, that's that power. If you have that power, you go straight into the blocks at an angle instead of straight at them. You go towards an angle but directly through them. You're going to get those bounce backs and out of bounds. That's what you got there with Malaya Jones' power. Yoshimoto sends it over to number four of the Tar Heels. Set up and to number five. And that is a off fingertips point Tar Heels. Yeah. This time jump there from the blockers in the front. I think it was Van Liefta and uh, Pritchard there on the uh, 
on the, on the block attempt a little too early, so you're not up as high as you should be on these, and you got to match that size of UNC by timing your jumps correctly. Number 21 of the Tar Heels sends it over to Perez. Sierra back over to Van Liefta, and then Perez was unable to get it off the ground. Tar Heels .77. Tom Hilbert gesturing up towards the ceiling, wanting the dig to come up instead of out. That allows time for your setters or your attackers to get set and to establish themselves. Wonderful shot, number 21 sent over to Yoshimoto and then hit Point Rams after a slightly messy uh, third hit. But Rams point nonetheless. Yeah, very interesting point there. I'm not exactly sure what happened there, but uh, points are going to the Rams on that one. Sierra Pritchard once again to serve. Sent over, picked up number 34 and sent to that back corner. Tar Heels with the aim, and now we are tied back up 8-8. We are seeing a lot of serious back and forth action. There is hard to say there's a better team. Technically, CSU was uh, the favorite in the Mountain West, but it is hard to tell right now with the amount of even plays that's going on, number 35. And sent up and over by Sullivan. Sent right over our heads into the uh, into the stands. Yeah, Annie Sullivan playing back and not in her normal position. And they're going to make that change now. Annie Sullivan's going to come up to the net. She's not a comfortable player up at the front or up in the back. And that's exactly where they went with the ball there. Sent over. Sent over. Sent up. A little bit of... Closeness on the dig sent up once again by Jackie Van Leefter. Pritchard to Sullivan, sending it towards the back. Number nine sent back from Tar Heels. Number 14, Kennedy Stanford getting it up. Sierra Pritchard sending it, and Handy Sullivan trying to go towards the back, pulled by the specialist. Sent back by number 34, hit into the defense of Malaya Jones and Jackie Van Leefter back onto the Tar Heels side. You can just see the energy that Malaya Jones has built up the last three years for. Every time she has a kill, every time. She has some sort of something to do with the play. She is excited. She is up. And I tell you what, she is going to be that energizer bunny for this team this season. Something that will replace Sasha Colombo, who was that role for them last season. Ruby Kayser sent over to number 25, 34. Again on that second hit. Number five, caught by Yoshimoto. Sent up and over by Annie Sullivan. A perfect shot towards that back left corner where Olivia Diaz of the Tar Heels was not able to get to it in time. Yeah, it just seems like the Rams kind of pick it up and then let it down, pick it up. We're looking for the consistency, and I think that's another thing that we're going to lack here to begin the season with the uh, the lack of experience from some of these players on this year, uh, CSU team. Kayser sent it over to number 25, number 14 with the pickup, and a very odd sort of miss there, and a booing from the crowd being able unable to tell if that was in or out, but nonetheless, Tar Heels point. Yeah, those awkward kills. Sometimes it happens where it just lands perfectly. I looked to be in from my point, and I was right in front of us. Set up, sent over to, to Ruby Kayser. Stanford being able to be saved by number two, number nine of the Tar Heels. Blocked by Leifta and Pritchard. Stanford, Jack Van Leifta on the ground, able to get that Rams point back. Honestly, CSU's lucky they got away with that one. That's another one that she drives, Jackie Van Leeta drives directly into the block. And if those blocks are truly there, and maybe she sees it before I do, but she's going directly at the blocks. And if UNC decides to come up to those and try to block them with power, that's not going to work for CSU anymore. Van Leeta sending it over towards Car Karina Whirl, and it goes out. Points, point for the Rams. For CSU ace of the season on the service. You're right, it is the first ace of the season. Jacob Van, 
Jackie Van Liefde of Chula Vista, California up to serve for the Rams. And there's a serve into the net. We yeah. talked about it earlier. Jackie Van Liefde was doing very, very well, but these two service errors have been just absolute killers. It seems to happen a lot. You'll get an ace, a beautiful serve, and they try to replicate that on the next, on the next attempt, and it ends up just too low. You're too jazzed up. Tar Heel sent over to Stanford. Sierra Pritchard sent over to Sullivan and unable to connect on the Tar Heel side. One, two, touch, and down it goes. Perez is now stepping in for Annie Sullivan, who just got the big point in that. Uh, who, got, who just caught the kill on that point. Perez to serve. Sent over a step by number 12 and number 9. Right into the blocking and Yoshimoto unable to connect. And sent it over towards the right hand side of the student section. Not able to get it up. Hey, you can probably hear Tom Hilbert on that one. Once again frustrated with the block attempt there by number 42 Karina Lieber. Something odd. She's always played a little timid. But once she gets going it's impossible to stop her. She just needs to find that motive. Number 12, service error, sent it out of bounds on the Tar Heels side. Rams point, Malaya Jones coming in for Ruben Kayser. Once again, the Rams are benefiting from a lot of errors here in this set from UNC. Kennedy Stanford up to serve. Up and over it goes. Sent over, dug out, number 12, number 18. From the Tar Heels side, get up by Pritchard. Yoshimoto for the second hit and for the... Number one, Malaya Jones getting the hit towards the Tar Heel side. Sent over and save, amazing save by Yoshimoto and sent back over by Malaya Jones. And an absolute killer block by, absolute killer block by Kira Lieber and Sierra Pritchard to be able to get that point towards the Rams side and the crowd is going wild. Not only did the crowd go wild, but the CSU bench went wild, almost rushed on the court. Tom Hilbert had to push them back a little bit. One of the new rules this season is how far the players can get through the court and they have made it a lot more strict. Players need to stay towards the bench area. CSU almost got in trouble with one there. What an amazing play that was, super hard to describe. But you were here on 90.5 KCSU to hear everything that went down. And Rocky Mountain Student Collegiate CSU's on-campus newspaper since 1891 is on racks now with the first edition of the semester. Publishing on Thursdays during the academic year, the Collegian is your campus news source. Look for the new edition of the Collegian every Thursday on the racks throughout campus. What an amazing play. We are seeing the teams trying to come together, figure out what they need to do next. And Caleb. What did you see on that last play that you think the Rams can use? It's just hustle, it's effort, it's energy, and that's what you need. That was a ball that most of this crowd thought was done out of play, but a good save there by Helena Perez puts it back into play. Malaya Jones sends it over, and now you get to reset. You get to chill out, you get to breathe, and UNC was back on their heels, and they attacked. CSU figures it out, gets a point, and now you're 10 points away from taking a 2-0 lead in this set and going into the long break with one more set to knock out before you get to go home tonight. And as, and as Rams, you have to really be expecting to see an absolute best of the best playing that you have seen from the Rams before. <laughs> the energy is high, everyone's excited, everyone's dancing as the team is ready for the next hit set over by Kennedy Stanford. Served by her, 
hit by number five of the Tar Heroes, number 12, and sent over by number nine. Unfortunately, unable to get Malaya Jones was on the ground and could not get underneath the ball enough to set it up for her teammates. Right, you've got your power hitters, and then you have your more agile players. Malaya Jones is that power. She doesn't have the dexterity to get down and get to low balls like that. That's, that's where typically you'd like to see your back line play on that one. Olivia Diaz for the serve on the Tar Heels side. And out. Excellent spotting by Kennedy Stanford, Yoshimoto, and Perez. CSU will take that every time. Every time CSU tries to give up some momentum, UNC does not capitalize and struggles on returning these serves. I think that, I mean, that's got to be one of their fourth or fifth ace, uh, excuse me, error on the service. Sent over by Yoshimoto. Unable to save it from the defensive specialist. And number four on the Tar Heels takes a tumble trying to get the second hit. Rams 17-13. I believe our the Rams' biggest lead of the game. Uh, biggest lead of this uh, set. They did start pulling away much like this one, kind of halfway through. CSU is finding their way late in the sets where UNC is just continuing to make mistakes from start to finish. Sent over by Yoshimoto, dug out by number four, sent up by number 19. Jones able to save it. Pritchard gets it up, and Kennedy Stanford just bumps it over. Sent over to the defensive specialist of the Tar Heroes, number 12, and then hit into the blocking of the Rams. And we are back, Sierra Pritchard with the serve, dug out to number 12. Yoshimoto gets a save, Sierra Pritchard sends it over, and Malaya Jones gets it. Dive by number 12 and sent back over towards Kennedy Stanford, Sierra Pritchard for the second hit. And Malaya Jones to hit it right towards the back line and able to pull out the point, 21-14 Rams. Yeah, this team is just soaring. They're starting to warm up. They're starting to get better here, and you're starting to see UNC has no answer. The momentum is all with CSU. Probably benefiting from this amazing crowd here at Moby Arena. Sierra Pritchard sends it over towards number four of the Tar Heroes. Number 12 sends it backwards, and it's just barely sent over by the defensive specialist. Sierra Pritchard sends it back, and just a touch kill. And that was an amazing shot for the Rams. 22-14, the lead is increasing on the Rams' side. Yeah, I fully expect UNC to take a timeout here if uh, CSU scores this point and pushes it to 23. Sierra Pritchard once again on the serve, number four, to be able to dig it out, number 12. And number five, point on the Tar Heels. Yoshimoto unable to reach the ball towards the center when she was on the left-hand side. Yeah, not time to relax if you're CSU. This is time where you have to have that killer in instinct and to finish off sets. I think a lot of these players, when talking to them at the, the media brunch a few weeks ago, they said that they have a little bit of that taste in their mouth from the last season's reverse sweep. They know that, that they have to finish this one. Number 25 sends it back over, one, two, done. And we are already back towards Rams 23. It is now, oh, it is different now, it is 23. 15, we are much closer towards our end of set. They need to get, the Rams need to get to 25 to end the set and go into the long break. Two to zero. Sierra Pritchard to serve. Or Ruby Kayser to serve, I apologize. Number 12 sent over, touch kill. And number four of the Tar Heels, Olivia Diaz, unable to connect, brings it closer to the floor than to the ceiling. This is set point for the Rams with almost, with a nine point lead. Strong, strong set here from CSU. Ruby sends it over to number 25. And a touch kill, number 12, Asia Buckner of the Tar Heels. It seems that the Rams are not able to get that crucial last point to be able to end this. It has been very back and forth in the last couple points now. Yeah, that was a great kill, touch kill right off the cuff. They expected a set there, but instead you slammed it over, almost like a slam dunk and kind of push it down. 
Number five of the Tar Heels sends it over to Yoshimoto. Sierra Pritchard, Kennedy Stanford with the attack of the week is able to get through the block by number 14, number 12 of the Tar Heels to get the 25th point of the set, 25-16 Rams. Yeah, that was an exhilarating set. Now, you got a question. Will the long break have an effect on CSU, or will UNC be able to kind of figure out what they're doing coming out of this long break? They get to go to the locker room, get to kind of gather their thoughts, and then they have to come back out to the hostile movie arena. That's going to be the biggest question, the storyline here in set number three. Now, the Rams may be taking a break, but we are not for this second intermission. We will be telling you all about the things that have happened in this game so far. Right now, it is two sets to zero with the Rams leading. They are also The Rams are also leading kills 27 to 24. And North Carolina with the attacking errors 10 to 5. That is something you do not want to see. Blocking errors 2 to 0 on North Carolina's. Reception errors 3 to 2. Those errors are giving free points, layup points to the Rams and absolutely could be chalked up to it's the beginning of the season. But also it seems like they are getting nervous, getting sloppy. It is not working the way that they want it to. They have called timeouts trying to figure it out and it just has not clicked. Yeah, it's the beginning of the season for both teams, so that's not an excuse either way. You prepare for this moment and at the end of the day, both teams are playing in their first official match this season. Now you can question, does it being at home benefit you on this? Does being on the road benefit you? That is the major question. I think Moby is really energizing this team. Moby is absolutely an energizing team. It's completely completely fair, completely, totally reasonable to be able to say that. And Moby Arena, Moby Madness is real. We have seen it time and time again. And I think it is starting to freak out uh, North Carolina. So we are going to be sending it back to the studio. You are listening 90.5 KCSU FM, your home for CSU Volleyball. And welcome back. We are here at Moby Arena. My name is Eliza Gerto. Next to me is the amazing Caleb Allen. We are here for the first opening game of the season. Here at Moby Arena, the CSU Rams are facing off against the North Carolina Tar Heels. They are currently up two sets to zero. Yeah, this has been a really energetic, and it feels like CSU is building. They win set one kind of sloppy, kind of with the help of UNC. Start the second set off the same way, but as they kind of warm their game up, they kind of figure it out themselves. You saw those last 10, 15 points be really strong for CSU. Now, once again, the question is, you just had five minutes off. Can you come out with the same energy? Can you come out with the same uh, intent and accuracy as you finish that last set off with? And I think it's going to start with Jackie Van Leaf. It's going to start with Kennedy Stanford. It's going to definitely start with uh, Andy Sullivan. I think Malaya Jones is going to be one of the bigger players that we have seen in this game. Starting as a redshirt sophomore, basically a freshman, seeing her immediate jump into this world, this very particular, very specific world of women's volleyball and the team that has already been built, just jumping right in and fitting in perfectly. Only one or two little things at the start that didn't seem perfect, and now she is back in it like she's been playing with the oh, team she, for years. She gets into the music, you see her clapping along to the We Will Rock You in the background. She's Here's having a, fun. She was a player that was recruited to play at USC. Coaching staff overhaul caused her to out use her red shirt over there. She transferred. I had a problem with the transfer eligibility. And so, I mean, this is a player that's supposed to play big, big time volleyball. And she's bringing that talent to the Mountain West and to CSU. And we're lucky to have her. And she's showing her skills and what we've waited for for three years at this moment. You have such a way with words, my friend. <laughs> We are now starting up on set number three. Tar Heels will get the serve. Number 25, Maria Mayhofer. 
They'll be starting with the serve. You can hear, you can hear the crowd, the students being very excited, hoping to see another Rams point and perhaps the Rams win a 3-0 sweep. Sent over, saved by Stanford. Pritchard up and over, and a save. Number five sent over to Yoshimoto. Sierra, back up and over to number 25 of the Tar Heels. Number five sent by Stanford. Number number five of the Tar Heels able to get it right at the net on the on the first hit, right after the first hit on the Rams side. Yeah, Kennedy Stanford accidentally trying to dig that one. Kind of gives a soft lob, almost like a batting practice lob from a coach in the MLB. Those are the easiest kills to get, and UNC was just gifted a treat there on the first point of the set. And opening up the doors once again, sending it out of bounds, point for the Rams. You're oh. listening 90.5 KCSU FM for Collins. Yeah, that was a favor from CSU to give UNC the serve in that one, and UNC does return the favor as quick as possible with another service error on that one. Ruby Kayser for the serve. Barely able to get over the net center of the defensive specialist, number 21, and number five with the hit and a block sent by Stanford. Up and over by Sullivan for the Rams point. That starts off with a fantastic serve by Ruby Kayser. That was an absolute missile, a rocket right off her right arm on that one. That never let UNC get into the flow of the point, and they were constantly trying to catch up to CSU. Great service. See if she can do it again. Ruby Kayser again up to serve net scraper. Dug out on the Char Hero side, sent up and over and out of bounds. Off fingertips, Char Hero point. Yeah, Ruby Kayser with the pressure of trying to replicate the serve from the prior, the prior point. It barely scrapes the net, that slows it down, lets UNC kind of gather their thoughts, and now they get to take your, their offense to you. The best thing you can do if you're CSU is not allow UNC into their offense. Sent over on the Tar Heels side, sent over on the CSU side by number 23 of the Tar Heels, Parker Austin, for another point. Miscommunication there by the officials. There we go, we got a check there. That was definitely in on the back line, a fantastic serve. They motioned to CSU, the point is UNC. Sent over by the Tar Heels, Stanford up, Sierra Pritchard, and down onto the ground goes the Tar Heels, number five. Sent up by Kennedy Stanford once again. Pritchard with the hit and back over to Tarheel side. Dug out, set up number 14 with the kill attempt. And Jackie Van Liefta right into the defensive specialist's face. Back over to the Ram side. Kennedy Stanford and hit when it went back onto the Tarheel side and point for the Rams. Yeah, CSU once again, powerful shots, picking your spots, hitting your spots. Pushing UNC back on their heels, not letting them get set up into their offense. That was one thing UNC did last year was they outscored their opponents on attacks by nearly 300 because that's the way they want to play. They want to play that in-your-face style, and CSU was not letting them do that. Ben Linkster sends it over, dug out, and a absolute missile sent over by Charlie Niego of the Tar Heels. Tar Heels point. Yeah, once again, another back-and-forth set. I don't think we've had two points in a row from either squad in this one, in this third set. Going to be an interesting way. Who pulls away first? The first team to pull away on runs is the first one to win. That's been CSU both sets. Serve from Tar Heels. Kennedy back over to Pritchard. Dug out by number 25 of the Tar Heels. Back over to Tar Heels side after a quick block. Sent back by Yoshimoto up to Pritchard and back toward the Tar Heels side. Dug out by number 5, number 12. And a block at the front of the net. 
leads to a very difficult point to call, and it looks like it goes to the Tar Heels. Yeah, that one passed by the block, and sitting back too far was Kennedy Stanford trying to dig that one out, but that was a, one of those, you, you aim small, you hit small, and that's a great kill there by UNC. Sent over by the Tar Heels. Ruby Kayser to Sierra Pritchard and Kennedy right there for the hit. Number 12 sent up and over, hit into the block, and Tar Heels point as the Rams are unable to stop it. Yeah, Tom Hilbert's going to call a timeout here as UNC's on a bit of a run and kind of CSU's tending to struggle here down the stretch here early in this third set. We will be right back. We have about a minute and five seconds before we are back to the action. You're listening 90.5 KCSU, your home for CSU Volleyball. Four Cons Bike Co-op is an organization whose mission is to build community through bicycling. They provide the tools and expertise to help fix up any bike, new or old. Hours of operation are Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, 2 to 5 p.m., and Sunday from noon to 6 p.m. For more information, check out their Facebook page, Four Cons Bike Co-op, or email info at fcbikecoop.org. I'm feeling some college radio vibes. Oh, I got you, BB. You know that college radio is more than just the Coachella lineup, right? It's also like metal and sports and EDM and news and jazz and KCSU, where college radio is more than just college radio. Hello, we're Daft Punk, and you're listening to KCSU Colorado State University, Fort Collins, Colorado. Welcome back to KCSU 90.5 Fort Collins. We are here at Moby Arena for the season opener of the CSU women's volleyball against the North Carolina Tar Heels. We are in the third set. North Carolina is leading 6-2-3 for North Carolina and serve. Carolina is warming up here, and this is what I was concerned about for CSU. Is, is UNC going to make adjustments and come out of the break really strong? Sent over by number five and out of bounds. Another service error for North Carolina. That is their ninth in this game. Yeah, no surprise once again. First match, you got to get rid of those jitters. CSU has uh, been able to maneuver away away from those type of issue, types of issues, and that's why they're up two sets to zero. Sent over by Perez. So the defensive specialist. And sent over on the second tap by number 12 by Anita Bayback. And that is another Tar Heels point. This match is looking extremely similar to the way the last season's matchup went between these two teams. With the third set, it's kind of where UNC turned it on and kind of started running away with it. CSU's got to do a job at stopping them. Sent over by number 14, Yoshimoto getting it over. And Kennedy Stanford with the touch kill, sending it right to the middle of the floor. No one was there. Rams point. But Kennedy Stanford's got to be that player this year that they lean on when they need something. Kennedy Stanford's got to be that player. She was the leader on kills last season and most likely going to be there this year. Stanford with the serve. Sent over and sent way in the air by number nine of the Tar Heroes. Sent back number five. And number nine with the with the hit and a block to Sierra Pritchard sent over. And back Kara Lieber taking it to the floor. Rams at 6-7, catching back up. Lieber's best kill setup is working from mid to left or right and then coming back the opposite direction. Moves the defense with her body and shoots the ball back on the other way to the empty side of the court. Kennedy once again for the serve. Hit by number nine, number 12, it's Tar Heels. Number nine, oh, a hit to the head for Perez. She hopped right back up, so she she looks okay, but immediately went down, hopped right back up. Uh, hopefully, no injuries there. Looks like she's still ready to play. 
and continue playing as we go into our next serve from North Carolina. Perez with the hits here up and down it goes from Jones, but it is a Tar Heels point due to it being out of bounds. Great idea there from Malaya Jones. Just missed a little bit there on the edge. Bring that inside. It's gonna take some time for her to work on her technique with opening her hand. Number 12 of the Tar Heels sends it over to Stanford Pritchard and hit by Lieber once again going from the middle to left or right. You called it, Caleb. That's her best attack. She's, you, no matter how many times you see it, you can't prepare for it. You have to respect the overload there in the middle of the net for CSU and they break out of that bunch. And Karina Lieber is the best at moving and killing in motion. Defensive specialist up to serve. Back to the defensive specialist on the Tar Heels side. Number 12, number 23 over the block and hits the, the line judge on the toe out of bounds for the Rams point. Yeah, UNC is targeting those corners like we said in the pregame show and that I, that's a hill they look to be willing to die on as they continue to attack and just continues not to work for them. Yoshimoto to send it out and sends it all the way out to the Tar Heroes side. Tar Heels getting the point eight to ten. Something you see a lot with these shorter servers is they have to put a lot more power because they have to push it up and over the net rather than letting their arm angle dictate the direction in which that's going. You see that there with uh, Yoshimoto sending that one out the back end. Too much power. Tarheels to serve, sends it over to Perez. Sierra and sent by Van Liefta, but out of bounds. Another Tarheels point. Yeah, CSU is just slightly off. You can hear the unrest. This is the first bit of adversity that CSU has faced. This is what Tom Hilbert wanted when he put together this strong non-conference schedule. Tarheels once again sends it over to Perez. Van Liefta back over to Tarheels side, sends it back to Perez. Sierra and send it to Malaya Jones, but the block on the Tar Heroes side was invincible. Send it right back to the floor on the Rams. Hilbert giving just a calm down gesture to his ladies here on his side. And that's, once again, they're facing adversity. This is the first time that someone like a Malaya Jones has faced out of the D1 level. Elena Perez back over and Sierra Pritchard with a touch kill on the left-hand side to get the Rams back into some scoring positions. I tell you what, if some of these fans here today did not know who number 11 Sierra Pritchard was, they do know her when they leave this arena here tonight. She's had a stellar game as an attacker, which sometimes you don't see. She's kind of the quarterback of this offense, but instead she's the one kind of striking and finishing it off. Speaking of Sierra, sends it over. Rams a point as the, as number 12 of the Tar Heroes reaches over to try and pass it back and ends up sending it right back down. Yeah, really poor decision there. You had the team backed up. You were ready to go. There was not going to be a solid attack there by any means from CSU. Instead of just letting that one go, she got a little too antsy and decided to reach over the net for it. Sierra Pritchard for the serve. Sent over to the defensive specialist, then hit by 21 in North Carolina. Number five with the attempted touch kill sent over to Yoshimoto, Sierra Pritchard, and to Malaya Jones outside. Was unable to connect, giving the Tar Heroes another point, 13-10. Yeah, you want to push your hand facing the floor. It's a simple uh, little bit routine. of physics. Yeah, you, you want to just push it down towards the floor. She comes up with an open arm swing and pushes that one just a little too far out the back end here. Maddie made for the serve. Sent up Sierra Pritchard, taken by Van Liefta, sent by 12 of, of the Tar Heroes. And a very quick dive by Yoshimoto, by Annie Sullivan, back to the Tar Heroes side. And a miscommunication on the Tar Heroes, sending the Rams another point. A massive mis miscommunication there by UNC when it just seems like they were rolling with the momentum. They were only up three. A fourth point really could have crippled this team. 
the air kind of came out of the building, and then you make a mistake like that, and now Ruby Kayser, one of the better servers on this team, up to serve. Ruby Kayser is there, sent out of bounds. Yeah, I, I don't know if you want to chalk that up to a jinx, but that was another one of those missiles just off that back line. Really good attempt. It was wide open if she just had a couple less feet on the power there. You nailed it. As always, Parker Austin of the Tar Heels to serve. Here the crowd sustain as she hits the serve. Sent over by Stanford to Yoshimoto in the back and back to Stanford. Sent over by the defensive specialist on the Tar Heels and is out of bounds. Point Rams. And the Rams are slowly clawing their way back into this. Jackie Van Leith, who's had a tough night so far struggling, uh, serving the ball. Got to get a couple points out of here from number 10. Another one for Van Liefta. Set by 21 of the Tar Heroes, number 15, number five, and sent to the back corner with Van Liefta unable to connect. Back and forth points, Tar Heroes now at 15. Yeah, Niego with a perfect kill there. That's the same kind of kill that Malaya Jones was looking for a little earlier when she just barely missed. Niego did not, and she nailed it right there on that far left side. Niego up to serve. Sent to Stanford, up by Pritchard, and back to Stanford in between two players, and the crowd goes wild. Rams 13, still down by two, but now 13-15. Amazing sell there by Karina Lieber, who came to the net, brought two defenders with her out of the way of Kennedy Stanford, who came up late and sent that one just over the net in between the two defenders that Karina Lieber just split. Atlanta tries to serve, and a whistle was blown. Wonder what that was. Was that like uh, a line violation? Uh, no, I think the ref did not see there was a ball. The ball kind of went flying after that last play. They thought they were waiting for a ball still as the serve came over and inadvertent whistle. All right, well, Perez to get it again, sir. Number 25, number 12, sent by number 9, up to number 17 on the Rams, oh, number 11, and back to 17 at Stanford. Caught back up by the Tar Heels and sent straight down by number 14, Kayla Merkler of the Tar Heels. Yeah, that play sets up. Nice for UNC once Sierra Pritchard misses on the set for Kennedy Stanford. Stanford had a perfect run at the ball. Sierra and her weren't able to connect and allowed UNC to get back into their offense. And at that point, you were out of position in the trouble. Tarheo sent over Yoshimoto, unable to get the ball off the ground. Point UNC. Yeah, only the third ace for UNC so far here. And um, maybe a little something wrong with the court there is they're kind of wiping it up right where uh, Yoshimoto just missed that block. Looks like the teams are taking a timeout, and so will we. We will be back in about a minute. You're listening to 90.5 KCSU-FM, your home for CSU Volleyball. If I could save time in a bottle First thing that I'd like to do is to save every day till eternity passes away just to spend them with you. If I could make days last forever, if words could make wishes come true, I'd save every day. Like a treasure and then again I would spend them with you But there never seems to be enough time To do the things you want to do once you find them 
And welcome back to Moby Arena here on 90.5 KCSU FM Fort Collins. My name is Eliza Drocher. Next to me is Caleb Allen. And we are here at Moby Arena for the CSU Rams volleyball sent over by the Tar Heels over to the Rams. Saved by the Rams or attempted save was then point Tar Heels. Yeah, that third hit, a little errant from Kennedy Stanford. Not a, going over the net. You've got to get over in three. Simple rule. Sent over to Yoshimoto. Pritchard Kennedy and saved by number 12 of the Tar Heroes. Sent from the outside and hit into the net with a blocking trio of Pritchard, Lifta, and, and Stanford. Yeah, might be uh, happy if you're CSU on that one. Shaftmaster came from the back of the line, and if that one got over the net, that would be, was going to be a difficult one to handle. Out of her reach, though, and a good point for CSU. Stanford sends it over right next to the ground, and Kiara World was unable to connect it, sent it right back onto the hardwood point Rams. Yeah, no better time for a run here. You're down three, 18-15. At least tie this thing up before you give the service back to UNC. It would be a good move here by CSU. Stanford once again for the serve. Sent over number five, sent up and sent by number nine onto the hardwood past Pritchard and Lieber. Tar Heels point. Yeah, and lack of movement there from CSU, and that's what leads to that point. No one's there to cover the middle because everyone's sitting back and watching, and everyone at the front of that is not moving. Got to move, got to communicate. Sent by number 12. Back to number 27, number 11 of the Rams. What a save, number 18, towards the Tar Heels. Up and over by Malaya Jones. And touch on number five, Curly Diego leaves the Rams the next point. Malaya Jones has not played volleyball once again in three years. She is second on the team, excuse me, third on the team, and killed with seven behind only Andy Sullivan and Kennedy Stanford. What a match. Defensive specialist to defensive specialist. Sent by the Tar Heels and out of bounds on the Tar Heels side, on the Rams side. Rams point. Time out, North Carolina. It seems like they are losing their momentum to the Rams very quickly. There is a lot of back and forth action, but unfortunately for every one point that UNC is scoring, it's two for the Rams. Yeah, right now that's the case. You were down a couple of points. CSU didn't give up. You have the one error by UNC, and then CSU gets a few more, and then another error by UNC, and a few more points. UNC, if they stop committing these errors, are likely maybe even up one or two sets here and looking to go into a third. And that's not the case. CSU is allowed or has just played a very clean game in terms of uh, and compared to UNC, and that's been the difference in this one so far. Honestly, the errors have been the biggest difference maker when it comes to both of these teams. The team that is winning has made less errors in total in every area. And some of that can be chalked up to the be it's the beginning of the season. There have been some service aces that will contradict that. The Rams have five and North Carolina has four. They are up by a little bit. The assists are the same at 33 each. And North Carolina with more attacks than the Rams, 88 to 79. And yet they aren't able to keep up with the points. Yeah, it's pretty even across the board except the hitting percentage, which is another part of the, the game that really matters. You want to be hitting around the 400 area. And CSU right now only a .342. You saw that number come down here in this third set. And UNC is still working to get that up to even a plus 300, but they're at a .239. You really got to see if you're UNC. You got to see that number come up. And UNC or CSU has got to do a good job of not letting UNC get into that offense because if they do, that's when they put on a lead on you like they do have right now. Here's your up, sir. 
sent over to North Carolina, and a Tar Heels hit onto the ground with Stanford unable to connect it. Tar Heels 22-17, up by three. UNC is looking for five more points to knock out this third set and send it to set four. Once again, CSU didn't lose very many home matches or lose any home matches down the stretch, let alone home sets. Sent, over by per sent up by Perez. Sierra sent by Jones. Up to number 12, number five, way past the blocking, but still able to make it into the corner and off the fingertips of the Rams. Another point for the Tar Heels. Yeah, miscommunication there and a good block. Kenny Stanford didn't see it go off the fingertips, so she rushed up to celebrate. That was off the fingertips of Jackie Manlisa, though. Stanford gets served, Pritchard up and over. Malaya Jones gets almost a double touch if it wasn't touched by number 18. Sends it back towards Pritchard and Jones once again hits the candy cane pole. But it is a Rams point. Yeah, Malaya Jones is going to get credit with that from hitting the candy cane pole on the block. Malaya Jones right there with the top attackers in this game with eight kills. You can see the Tar Heroes are a little bit confused. Here, oh, there is a challenge coming in. Tar Heroes coach is challenging. I think he thinks that the block went off the block of CSU before hitting that candy cane. So he's going to make sure who hit the ball last before it hit the candy cane stripe pull on the far side. This does give both teams a little bit of a break to reset and to do what they need to do to be able to get for those last couple points of the set. You can hear the crowd's disappointment in this in this challenge. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. We haven't seen a second look yet, but it did look like as though it hit off the UNC side of the pole. So I'd be surprised if we see this one overturned here, but we've seen crazier things. Here we go. Oh, I thought we were going to do a second look. Guess not. <laughs> we, we, will will wait. Be, we will be seeing the replay shortly. But that was a very impressive play by Malaya Jones, being able to be ready immediately up and down, up and down, be able to immediately off the touch, be able to push it back up for the rest of her team. Well, they've been attacking Malaya Jones the whole game for whatever reason. I think they, maybe they see that she's new to this. She's a little shaky on defense. Her offense has kind of been up and down in terms of consistency. But when she has hit, she's hit really well. In this third set, she's not. So they keep going at her hoping that that's going to crack some points for them on the scoreboard. But unfortunately for uh, CSU, it has. And we'll see if this one is going to be another one as well. And for being a middle blocker, she's absolutely been taking over on like an outside hitter perspective, being able to take it from that left side and sending it anywhere that she needs to. Yeah, they have some, they're well held at the middle block position with Jackie Van Liefde and Karina Lieber. So that's why you see Malaya Jones moving over as CSU gets the point. CSU does get the point. The call was not overturned. And that is a, un, that is a, what is the term for that? That is an incorrect challenge? Uh, it's a failed challenge. Failed challenge. Stands, yeah. Failed challenge. This is why I have the man by my side. He knows what he's talking about. Sierra Pritchard up to serve. Sent over to number 25 of the Tar Heroes, number 12, and up to 24. That was some anger in that kill. A little bit of revenge, I believe, was desired by the Tar Heels as they are now up to 22. That is a simple one, two, three kill, and that's exactly what you got from UNC. Beautiful play set up by the Tar Heels. We're about to see Maddie, Max go, Maddie May go up for the serve, sent over up to Pritchard, and a rocket by Jones sending it just outside for another Tar Heels point. It seems like that right side is a little bit trickier for her compared to that left side. Players wanting Tom Hilbert to challenge that one. He says, no, we play on. Well, Jones was able to catch it back up front and then head over to 
Stanford, and then Pritchard back to number 12 of the Tar Heels and blocked up and hit on the right side of the candy cane pole, which means that the Rams get the point. That's a single-handedly one point by Annie Sullivan. She went from the block and just stopped everything UNC threw at her on that one. Annie Sullivan just having the match of her life. This is probably the best I've seen her play. And I think this is only the beginning of the season for her. We have a lot more to see. Just goes to show the growth that you can have in one offseason. Kayser up to serve. Sent to number 21, number 12 of the Tar Heroes. And sent over. And Rams point as it is out of bounds. Yeah, one of those touch kills. And some things about the touch kills is you tend to push them instead of just kind of pop them over. And the push kind of gives it a little bit extra oomph. And that's what you see there, out of bounds. And we have a timeout called. We have a little over a minute before we are back on the court. You are listening 90.5 KCSU-FM, your home for CSU Volleyball. And we are back at Mobile Arena. Right now the Rams are down 20-23 against the Tar Heels, and that was a serve, an absolute smacker over to the Tar Heels side. And that was a point by the Tar Heels going right barely inside on that left line. Yeah, that one would have been a point either way. Beautiful setup. The block wasn't enough to get it off course. Tar Heels one point away from pushing this to a set four. And here's the serve. Sent up by Stanford. Touched by Sierra Pritchard. And touched by Stanford. And a very close call with Rams point. That was a little bit hard to tell if that was going to be a Rams point or a Tar Heels yeah. point. That was very, very close the entire time on it's the ball. A, it's the first game for both teams here, but it's also the first match here for the referees, and they're struggling all the time, too. Ben Leaf just sends it over, dig out on the Tar Heels side, and a block, and unable to connect after Lever gets the touch, and that means that the Tar Heels are going to be pushing set four. Yeah, an errant block there leads to a point and a set win for UNC. Hey, we get more volleyball. Not obviously what Coach Hobart would have wanted with a game again tomorrow night. And UNC has two tomorrow. So, you know, this is obviously if you're going to win this match, you've got to win it in five of your UNC. You had no choice. For CSU, you didn't want to see this fourth set. You wanted to finish it up in three so you go home, get a good rest for tomorrow night. Definitely. And we will be covering tomorrow's game against UC Santa Barbara here on 90.5 KCSU FM Fort Collins. We will have our coverage starting at 6.45 tomorrow with the game starting at 7. And myself and Caleb Allen will again be on the call with DJ Hurricane in the booth taking care of us and making sure that everything sounds good. So make sure to keep it locked. Right now there is a small break that will be happening for the uh, between sets, but we're going we're gonna to keep it here for the break. Now, Caleb, what have you been seeing that you believe the Tar Heels are doing very well? Yeah, the Tar Heels just stopped making all those mistakes, and when they did, CSU scored points. That's why CSU had 18 points there to end that set, or 19. So I, I, we talked about it in the first two sets. UNC outplayed CSU, I think, in that first set. If you take away those errors, that's kind of where CSU made its, make, uh, made its mark. The only time I really felt comfortable with CSU's play has been in that second half of the second set when they kind of ran away with it and finished the thing off. You have the long break, you have the discussion, you get the time just to relax and decompress. You don't have that anymore. You get three minutes between this set, you get three minutes and there's a set five if that's needed. Who comes out of this next three minute break playing? Does CSU turn it around or does UNC continue on through three minutes? And we will be having a post-game show if this goes to set four or set five where we'll be having an interview with Coach Hilbert and one of the players. So keep it locked for that. Stay tuned, and we are going to have a fantastic post-game for you guys. Yeah, let's get a win so we can talk to uh, 
Malaya Jones, who was just an absolute joy to watch, not just play, but her interactions with other players. Her and Jackie Van Leaf have some of the better smiles that I've seen in athletes on, my, on, on CSU at all. Malaya Jones has been an absolute powerhouse, especially for her first game on the team. Been an absolute monster when it comes to the kills and the total attacks, nine kills and 23 total attacks, two blocking assists, a dig, and five receptions. I mean, that's all you can really ask for for someone playing in their first collegiate game in their first game since high school three years ago, by the way. And she leads the team in kills. She, she's not hitting the ball particularly well. That's kind of the issue that I think Tom Hilbert will have. But as Tom Hilbert said in the preseason, they're not looking for her to be this world beater. They're looking for her to play her role on this team and to slowly work her way into being what she was when she was a leader in high school. Well, I mean, if you're looking for leaders, you definitely want to take a look at C.R. Pritchard, who has been leading when it comes to the assist and the sets. Yeah, not just assist, but her hitting percentage has been solid, hitting at a .75%. Pretty impressive. Or a .75, excuse me, not percent. She's been really impressive from the setting standpoint, and also she's had a few kills, at three solid kills. They're all memorable. They're highlight reel kills. And then ones that have kind of jazzed up this building and jazzed up this team. You're going to have to lean on her and Kennedy Stanford here in this fourth set if you don't want to push this to a fifth and final. And you can see the team is now pumped up. Both teams are ready to go. You are seeing the Rams are kind of dancing along and getting pumped. They're high five and they are hugging. They are ready to go for set number four. We got a whole bunch of stuff ready for you, and we cannot wait to see where this is going to go. We could see. We could see what we saw last year with the reverse sweep, but as Ram fans, you don't want that. No, obviously not, especially not here at home. You have a really solid crowd. You want these students and these fans to keep buying tickets, keep coming to the games. you got to win an exciting one, and you can do it here in this fourth set. Sarah Pritchard for the serve. Number 11 sends it over number 5 on the Tar Heroes side. Number 15 saved by Yoshimoto. Get up by Pritchard and Jones over the block. Stopped by the defense specialist, sent over the top of the block. Jones once again, Pritchard, and sent over again another block. One, two, three. Yoshimoto unable to get the ball up as she digs towards the ground. Point to our heels. Uh, you'd like to see Malaya Jones kind of come up and come towards the middle of the net to attempt to block that. I know you don't want three on one, but the angle that that ball was coming at, Malaya Jones should have been all over that one on the block. Sent over towards the Rams side, caught by Pritchard, brought back to Stanford. Barely sent over number 21, number 12, and stopped by Andy Sullivan. Rams a point. We are one and one. Andy Sullivan, another one of those players having one of one of her better nights. Like I said earlier, I think this might be the best I've ever seen her play, and she just continues it here in this fourth set. Number 49, Ruby Kayser up serve. And out it goes, point to our heels. Yeah, second straight service error for Ruby Kayser. You see that first one go down the way it did earlier, and you want to redo that every single time. You want to recapitulate that feeling, recapitulate what that, uh, that energy, and she can't do it. Uh, it's time for her just to kind of send soft ones over, kind of get the ball in play. Parker Austin of the Tar Heels to serve. Sent to Stanford, up by Pritchard. Jackie Van Liefta with an absolute smacker. Sent by number 21, number 12, and over the entire court on the Tar Heels. Point rounds. Yeah, that was an absolute rocket. It was a bomb that was never going to hit home. That was just all of the energy, all of the anger, I guess, maybe from UNC on that one. That was never going to be close. Number 10 serving on the Rams side, and into the net it goes. 
Tom Hilbert almost pulling his hair out over here with some of these service errors. And you can feel his pain because every time it seems like CSU is going to take that step and take the momentum, they just are doing what UNC did in those first two sets and killing it by themselves. Well, with the eight service error, that means that they probably could have taken that third set sent over to Kennedy Stanford. Up by Pritchard, back to Stanford through the blocking. And Rams point. UNC thought they got the hand underneath that one, resting otherwise. Solid kill there from the front line of CSU. And we are seeing a lineup. We are not seeing as many people in the back of the court for the Rams. We are seeing Pritchard, Lieber, and Stanford all up at the front while Perez is up serve. Down to the Tarheel side, back up and over from Perez. Sierra Pritchard sent by Lieber up to Tarheel side, going number five and out of bounds for another Rams point. Very interesting setup here. All three defensive specialists are in the game for CSU. They want to make a run here. That's what Tom Hilbert is doing, trying to put his best three defenders on the back line and his best three attackers here on the front line. Perez serving in, scrapes it over the net. And an absolute powerhouse of a stop from Sierra Pritchard for another Rams point. There has been a lot of energy now flowing through this team. The excitement, the energy, and it's all coming from the Moby Madness. Sierra Pritchard is having a time, and she knows that she screams to the ceiling as she walks into the huddle with the team. Perez serve again. Sent back to the defense specialist, number 12, number 14, and sent right in between Perez and, and Kayser. For yeah. Tarkia's point. That's one you just tipped the cap to. That was a beautiful setup and a beautiful finish there right in between Yoshimoto and Kazer. Served by number 14, set up to number 18, number 11, and number 17 on the Rams side. Up by Perez to Kazer, and Stanford sends it back over after the block, and Diego unable to connect another Rams point. Yeah, I guess the back line of UNC thought that they were going to get a third block in a row. They kind of had fun just sitting back watching the action. That one cleared the block on that third and final hit. As we get a yell from Kate, or for Kate, from the bench here at CSU. Number 17 to serve over to the Troy Hill side. Number 12 and number 9 for the attempted kill. Blocked by the Rams. Just barely tapped over for the third touch. Set up by Pritchard and down by Jones with a perfectly timed dig. Sent up and over one, two touch and now unable to connect on Kennedy Stanford in that back left corner. That aim again is an absolute killer for the Rams. Well, they have five up front right there. Or there's a four up front, one in the middle, one in the back. And if Perez doesn't go on that dig and lets Sierra Pritchard get the set on that one, it could be a completely different story. Number 12 to number 27. Up and over, Tar Heels now have the ball. And a shot, an attempt by Yoshimoto, sending it to the left, not being able to get the ball up. Yeah, weak blocks again at the front of the net. It's been Karina Lieber all night. She's one of the better, the stronger blockers when she is blocking, not blocking very well here so far tonight. Tied 6-6 as the Tar Heels take the serve. Stanford up, Sierra, and down an attempt by, and <laughs> An attempt by Lieber that was blocked by number 18, Liv Mogridge of Tar the Tar Heels. The Tar Heels saw that coming the whole time. That was the normal Karina Lieber from middle to right, killing back towards the left. UNC all over it. Tar Heels again for the serve, number 27 of the Rams. Pritchard down by Lieber to get a point for the Rams. Lieber gets that one this time. Doesn't look like any, we are going to get a sub here. But uh, it was supposed to be Karina Lieber there on the way out. Tom Hilbert says no. 
center of the back line. Van Liefde comes in for Yoshimoto. Number 24, Kiara Labor serve. Net scraper sent over to Diego. Up by Pritchard, a set by Perez, and a down by Jones. The touching fingertips on Diego, which she does not believe. Point Rams. It looks like we might get a challenge here. Everyone and their mother on the UNC bench all over this one. They're going to challenge this. They got the card out. Another challenge by UNC. We should get a look at this one. We should have a pretty good camera angle. They should give us one here in arena. We will see here in just a moment whether or not. Sometimes it's a little iffy. Definitely. One of the things that is difficult about this sport, especially as a line judge, is being able to see those very, very tiny, minuscule touches, especially off fingertips when she, Diego was ducking under, trying to make sure she did not get hit in the face. And there's a chance that it could have grazed her fingertips just enough that there was a difference in the way the ball moved. Yeah, Diego is the one that came up. She didn't see where that ball landed. I'm not sure why her word on that is going to be one the coach listens to. We talk about it all the time with Tom Hilbert. His players want him to challenge. 90% of the time, he's going to challenge. He has his players back, and I think that's probably the same play you're seeing here. Two veteran head coaches for either side. Tom Hilbert, I think is 24th or 26th season, excuse me. Both these coaches are in the top seven in win percentage, or excuse me, in the, in, in for wins among active coaches in NCAA volleyball. So. Very, very veteran head coaches for both sides here. You are seeing a little bit of debate on the UNC side where the team is all sharing the water bottles and talking collectively, while on the Rams it is just the, the six players on the court are just talking together, laughing, and enjoying each other's company instead of taking a minute and talking to the rest of their team, either for a break, for water, for anything, and dancing to the music. Yeah, this is the group that it looks like Tottenhofer is going to use. Obviously, we'll see Kate Yoshimoto back in at some point when he decides to go with the three tall, three short. Kennedy Stanford's in there, though, alongside with Van Liefde, Malaya Jones, Sierra Pritchard, and Helena Perez. No update yet on the call. And there is our update. It is a Rams point. Another failed challenge. And UNC cannot believe it. Some of the reactions on the faces were priceless. But you got a second look at that. And at the end of the day, if it's not conclusive, you're not going to get the overturn. And that's probably the issue there with the, the cameras that we have. I think they have three or four cameras only in here, including the ones here on the net. You're not going to get the best look. So the initial call on the court is typically going to be the call that stands in close calls. Rams 24 said right into the net. And you can hear the aggressive slamming of a puck from Coach Hilbert. Yeah, that's what you missed the last couple of years with us sitting either up in the stands or when they didn't flip sides. Hilbert on the far side of the bench from us. We're sitting three feet from him now, so we get to hear everything, see everything, and maybe uh, FCC not appropriate, but uh, <laughs> we apologize for that in advance. Oh, my gosh. 21 from UNC for the serve. Central 27 on the Rams here. Pritchard up and leafed it back. Caught by number 12 of the Tar Heels, up number five, and a stop that seemed unintentional by, uh, by, by Helena Perez. Yeah, Perez was going down to dig that one out, but with Sierra Pritchard getting the block on it, ruined the timing, and kind of to set it up. It's just one of those unfortunate points. Sierra Pritchard's just trying to do her best at the front of the net. Sent over to 27. Ball, ball, ball from Yoshimoto. Malaya Jones getting through the block. Rams point. Malaya Jones in the double digits now for kills on the match. Did not think that we would see. I knew Malaya Jones. I'd heard the hype. I've seen what everyone has said about her. 
but I did not think she'd come into her first match as a Division I volleyball player and put out a performance like this. They've needed it too for CSU. Levin on the Rams sends it all the way out. Car heels point. Killing momentum on both sides. Anytime they get one point, that's how these back and forths have been happening. It's not been solid play by both teams. It's been one team figuring it out and then screwing it up for themselves and then vice versa. Bit of an issue for both teams that they have to clean up going forward. Sent over from the Tar Heroes, one to 11 to number two, and went through the blocking, but was able to get caught by number 12, number five, and through Yoshimoto and Kennedy Stanford for the Tar Heroes point. Yeah, CSU is begging UNC to attack this back line, and they're asking Kennedy Stanford and uh, Kate Yoshimoto to work side to side and split that back line in a half, and they're struggling doing so. Sent it back, and an unfortunate hit by Jones, sending it more backwards and to the right out of Yosemoto's reach. Yeah, Tar Heels now with a three-point lead on this one. Got to find that way. Is this that run that's going to pull the Tar Heels away, or can CSU fire back on this one? Well, we are about to find out with the Tar Heels serve. Gives it up towards number two, number 11 on the Rams. Number one, and out of, and it was a, no, Rams were able to get it in. Perfect accuracy, and that was Annie Sullivan, who earlier split in between blocks from five feet away, so I'm not surprised. Her accuracy tonight has been incredible. Uh, you can see that's something that she definitely worked on, you saw it there on that point. Number 49, Ruby Kayser, serve. Taking a second for going back. It's gonna be a service violation. Service violation, don't see those too often. And you can see the surprise on her face and the disappointment in Coach Hilbert. And she's got, it's one of those things you just at this point, you got to let it go. Let the fans boo or whatnot, but you got to move on to the next point. It's over. It's been done. Wake up CSU and find out. We'll find that next point. Tornhills 13 now serving. Back to Yoshimoto. Up by number 11. And down from Annie Sullivan. Back onto the ground from the block with Kayla Merkler on the Tornhills side. This is one thing we saw a lot, as Tom Hubbard's going to call a timeout here. This is one thing we saw a lot last year. Because they ran teams at home, they didn't really have to struggle, didn't have a lot of adversity. You saw when they did get down a little bit, the players kind of get frustrated. They kind of start yelling a little bit. They kind of get into each other's, you know, hey, let's go, let's pick it up, blah, blah, blah. UNC kind of laughs all those things off. They kind of just shrug it off. It's whatever. It's on to the next. You, or CSU is going to have to figure out how to do that. They're going to have to mature as this match and this season goes on and try to just push aside the issues that they're having, the one bad point, the one bad play, and then just come out of it clean as possible. This is a younger team than we normally see from CSU, so it's completely understandable that they're still going through the motions of like that feeling of anger and dejected, dejection and everything that you would feel when you're playing a game like this, but man, you just have to push through it and pretend like it never happened. You have to put your full heart, full head, put everything into this sport. Yeah, and you gotta wonder, is this bigger, big crowd kind of adding some pressure for CSU to put out, to show out in front of all these fans? Like I said, they want these people to come back, and the only way to do that is by winning and creating exciting environments. And I think they've done that so far tonight, but they want to bring those win home. They want to start the season off with a big win against the ACC opponent. And uh, they've got, they're, they're down four. It's not over. It's not set five. CSU, I think that's why Tom Hilbert takes that timeout. I think mentally they're a little fatigued, a little frustrated. Timeout, reset, and try to get some sort of run working in your favor. And we are now back in action. Number 23 of the Tar Heels, Parker Austin, up to serve. And over to Stanford and sends it out to the left out of bounds. Misplayed there by Kennedy Stanford. 
unfortunate. She's one of the better players in the backside of the court. And Hilbert's talked about that, how versatile she is on the front line, the back line. She could play anywhere. Even at her smaller stature, she could still play strong at the front. But she is really solid and very flexible side to side. Once again, Austin up serve. Through sends it over to 17 on the Rams side, number 11, and back to number 17 on the Rams. A little bit of miscommunication there on the Tar Heels side. Up and could not get through the block of Jack again, Leafta, Annie Sullivan, and Kennedy Stanford. Rams point. Van Leafta going to take a seat. Karina Lieber kind of been the offensive pick here for Hilbert so far in this one. Very interesting being that she has not played a solid game as uh, you would typically see from number 42. Yoshimoto, defensive specialist to defensive specialist. And up and over by number 23, except it went into the net, not even over dead center of the net. Point Rams. Yeah, 15-12 here now for the Rams. You've seen UNC take these far back mid-court mid strokes, and it's kind of leading to these net scrapers, net scrapers, and eventually one's going to hit the net, and that just did. Once again, dispensalist, defense specialist, and again with the block, Lieber and Sierra Pritchard a absolute brick wall right in the way. Point Rams, the momentum seems like it's coming back for CSU. Yeah, down two now. Can you put together a run? You got Kate Yoshimoto, who's a service specialist on a secondary position for her, and she's serving up again. Kate Yoshimoto back to the center, number 12 on the track. Here's number 14, touch kill, Yoshi except Yoshimoto was able to save it. Up by Stanford, back towards the Tarkio side. Number 12, number 14, stopped by Kennedy Stanford. And back over with a touch kill, Yoshimoto to Pritchard. And a whistle has been blown, and the Rams get the point. Yeah, that was a really delayed whistle. That was four hits for the Tar Heels. Very straightforward. And you can hear the CSU bench screaming for that fourth hit. They, they got four, and luckily CSU scored the point at the end of the day. But uh, Rams only down by one, 15 to 14 here as UNC takes that timeout. We got a minute left. We are going to send it back to the station. You're listening to 90.5 KCSU FM, your home for CSU volleyball. KCSUFM.com, 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. This is going to be a massive point if CSU can pull this out. This place will get absolutely jazzed. To number 25 on the target here is number 12, 14. And it was called out of bounds, Rams point. We are now tied up 15-15. There you go. You hear the eruption from the crowd. CSU is on a bit of a run here. Hope I don't jinx that too much, but Kate Yoshimoto doing a good job here on the back line for CSU. Had to say it, didn't you? to number five, number 12, and sent over Yoshimoto being able to out of the way, Kayser to Stanford. Number 12, number five, going to the block. Stanford able to save it back to Pritchard and Stanford there underneath the ball. Number five to number 12 on the Tar Heel side. 17, 11, 22, Pierre Lieber with a kill, 16, 15, what a hit, the passion. You could feel that when it hit the floor. Yeah, that is the best point CSU has had tonight. A very much, they pushed UNC back on their heels the entire time. UNC couldn't catch up, and Karina Lieber with a fantastic kill to finish it off. Number 18, number 25, number 12 on UNC, and with the wall once again on the Rams side. 23 just shoves it over, back to Yoshimoto. Pritchard, Stanford gets through and is on the ground. Once again, another Rams point, 17 to 15. What a massive run these girls have gone on. Yeah, you gotta keep rolling here if you're CSU. You don't wanna let them back in the game whatsoever. Put them away now. They're down, they're struggling. You gotta, you gotta finish the job. 
Yoshimoto again up to serve. Number 25 on the Tar Heels. Number 12, 14, and sends it all the way out. Rams, 18, up by three. A solid run. This is the best run from either team this, uh, in this matchup here tonight. UNC is going to start throwing. Here we go. We're going to start getting some substitutions now, trying to work it out. You don't want to tire these girls out. By the way, you do have two matches again tomorrow in Greeley if you're UNC. You don't want to tire them out. You're going to get some rotation. It gives you a chance to get a look at someone else. Number 18 out to number 25, diving onto the ground, number 34, and sends it over number five. Except it doesn't go over. It is sent right into the net on the Tar Heroes. And another timeout here from UNC. You can start seeing the frustration. A bunch of explicitives in on the UNC side of things. Another timeout. What an amazing run these girls have gone on. Caleb, who do you think has been the pivotal player in this run? I tell you what, it's been Sierra Pritchard. She hasn't had a lot of kills, but she had the massive block, and she's having incredible sets on the opposite side. That's one thing, and that's why she was the uh, all Mountain, uh, Mountain West all-conference team last year, and she's the preseason team this year, is her ability to set from anywhere and set accurately and allow you to get into your offense. Even if you're coming back from the backside, she sets up incredibly. And UNC is seeing that tonight as they are pushed at far side and they get killed on the opposite side. Well, if you look at her hit percentage, she's .6. That yep. is big. Two aces and three kills and 35 assists. Yeah, make that 36. They just got that 36, 36 one in yeah. there. She is incredible. And that's what you see. She's the quarterback of this offense. And like I said, you can she can set it up from anywhere, which if you talk to the ladies at the front of the net, love it because it doesn't matter where the ball is. They know that they have an opportunity to change the game and to get a point every single time that ball is on their side of the net. The Tar Heels still meeting just now, breaking up on the court, and the crowd is going absolutely bonkers. It is actually very difficult to hear, and you are seeing that the student section is 100% at capacity. That timeout, a bit of a uh, Hail Mary here to slow the momentum down from CSU. They're six points away from finishing this one off. Last chance for UNC. Number 18, CSU, number 25, number 34, and 14 into the net once again for the Tar Heels. That has got to hurt. There have been three points in the last couple just right into the net. Rams are five points away here from finishing this one off. What a block there by Kennedy Stanford. Sent over number 14 on the Tar Heels side. Kennedy Stanford, and you can hear the team and the crowd absolutely losing it, stamping, exciting, high fives galore. The entire coaching staff got off the bench except the oh-so-ever stoic Tom Hover who sat there with the blank stare. He knows there's four more points to finish off this one and get their revenge from 2021. Can't get too excited, but Rams still holding the serve. Hit over, and unfortunately, that is the end of the CSU run. Yoshimoto unable to get it over, but you still see the crowd standing and applauding the amazing run that they have gone on. Yeah, that was an incredible run there by CSU. They were down at one point in that run. I think it was 16 to 13, so eight straight points. You push this thing to four points left, but you got to finish it off. UNC is not going to roll over. This is a team that knows how to come back, knows how to fight back, and knows how to not give up, most importantly. And for the first time in a long time, UNC with the serve, number five, Charlie Niego. Up and over towards number 17, number 11, and number 17 again, sending it backwards towards number 23 on the Tar Heels side and sends it all the way back past the line. Rams regaining that momentum only after one point. 
Yeah, Kennedy Stanford has been the MVP of this set. I swear, I wish I could talk to every single one of the women here tonight because they have been absolutely fantastic so far in this one. Perez serving it over to number 25, number 23, number 14, and a net scraper. Rams point as it went out of bounds off of the net with no fingertips in sight. That's a very, very strong call there by Kate Yoshimoto. It's not someone who saw a lot of action last season, but she made the call there on a really sketchy shot that that was going out of bounds, and it did. Number 27 over to number 25 on the Tokyo side. 34, number nine going past the blocker, go to Lever, Sierra Pritchard, and Kennedy Stamper going on to the side. Number nine, number 34, and out of bounds perhaps. No, it is not. It is still in bounds for the Tar Heels point, 18 to 23. Rams still up. If you're going to wear number 23 in Tar Heel blue, you've got to make some plays, and that is exactly what Parker Austin just did there with a massive kill. UNC is not out of this thing just yet. Absolutely not. You can never say the game is over until you hear the final buzzer. Number 20 on the Tokyo side, Carson Overback, and you hear the crowd booing, wanting to see their team take it home. Out of bounds to go into the final point of the game, 24-17 Rams. And it seems there's a disagreement between the two refs. I think it was a bit of an issue with the substitutions on both sides there, a little confusing there from everyone. Kennedy Stanford on the possible last serve of the game. Up and over by number eight, number 43. Into the net for a Rams win, and you see the team rushing towards everybody else for a celebration, the first win of the season at home here at Moby Arena against Northern, against North Carolina Tar Heels. And you see everyone high-fiving, saying, what a fantastic game. Thank you so much, as the crowd goes wild. Yeah. What a game. What a fantastic way to end everything. Very energetic, very powerful. Just wow. Yeah, opening night here, I think, would be a success. Another season opener win for Tom Hilbert. And what an environment to do it in front of this group of uh, fans. CSU students spilling over into the side stands here. What a match. And this sets up so much energy for tomorrow night's match, too. And tomorrow night will be against uh, UNC Santa Barbara. And, of course, you can hear that here on 90.5 KCSU FM for Collins. Myself and Caleb Allen will be switching roles. He will be taking over the play-by-play -play this time around and will be showing and telling you all about the best of the best when it comes to CSU Rams volleyball here at Moby Arena. So tune in 6.45 for our pregame show and 7 o'clock for our start of the game. And you can see that the crowd has not left. They are still in the stands watching and celebrating with the team. Yeah, what a, what a fun environment. I hope that they can continue to bring this every single game, every night. We're going to be extremely lucky if we can figure that out. And Tom Hilbert's done a really good job at building a program that fans want to come see and students want to come look at. And that is one of the biggest things is that student energy, I think, really brings it to the rest of the students that their peers are willing to come and see them spend their Friday night here at Moby Arena. And it we, looks, looks like the team is going out to take a small break. Yeah, momentarily we're going to get Malaya Jones here on the post game. I'm excited to talk. She's just had it. If you haven't checked it out, CSURams.com, there's a piece done by writer Mike Brohard written about on Malaya Jones and her journey here throughout. Um, it's just been, it's been really incredible to watch this journey from her over the last few seasons. And now she's able to step up and capitalize the way she did tonight. 
And if you want more information and looking for effective ways to reach the CSU community, CSU, CSU Rocky Mountain Student Media is a multifaceted media company equipped to help businesses connect with CSU students and staff. To find out more about promotional opportunities on campus, go to agency.rockymountainstudentmedia.com. And here comes Malaya Jones. Take it away, Caleb Allen. Malaya, congratulations. What a match. First of all, welcome to CSU. Thank you. you finally get in the lineup. Yeah. Tell me about the road that you've been on a little bit and just how good it felt to play as well as you did today. I've honestly been on a crazy road. I haven't played a actual volleyball game for about almost three years now. So honestly, just being positive and like doing my best and helping my team in any way I could like this last year, honestly, just I feel like led to the chemistry we have today, especially our European tour. We got really close. We built that chemistry and it led to our win today. So yeah. I'm really happy about that. What a fun one against a pretty strong opponent. A very, One yeah. of five opponents that played in the tournament last yeah. year. How much energy, how much confidence does that give you going into the season? I think it gives me and the team extreme confidence. Like if we can do that, we can battle and take them to four. This team's really good and we really battled out there and we were really clean towards the end. So I think the rest of the season we had to do the same and it'll turn out the same. How did you do it? I mean you have like you said you've been out of the game for about yeah. three years now yeah. in and out of all the issues you've had. Yeah. You were the second leader on kills this, yeah. uh, tonight behind Kennedy Stanford who is on her own. Yeah. Just incredible. Crazy. Yeah. How do you do that? You went you have a little little slow start yeah. right and then you kind of pick it up in that yeah. second set and that third set and just yeah. continues to build. What is it mentally that you have to do? Where do you have to go? to figure that out and get to that point. I think I just need to tell myself, like, you don't have to be scared. Like, just go out there and do what you got to do. Do what you do in practice. Go out there and hit the crap out of the ball. Like, that's my job, and that's what I'm great at. So just honestly doing my job and just kind of self-talk, positive self-talk has, like, been really good for me this last year. So, yeah. Awesome, yeah. Last one for you tomorrow. You guys play again. Quick back-to-back. Yes. -back. Are yes. you excited to get out there now? You kind of got the itch. I got the nerves out. got the jitters out. So now that I like, just feel comfortable with the atmosphere, I think it's going to be a great game. And they're even tougher opponents. So I think it's going to go really, really fun. Yeah, great environment here yeah. from the student section. But you showed out, and that, you Thanks. guys are definitely well-deserving of what you guys yes, got here I tonight. Agree. Congratulations on the win. Thank we'll you. See Thank you. Malaya Jones on the post game. What, what a fun interview. You don't, you don't get those too often. Sometimes you got some more quieter shells of uh, some players here. But Malaya Jones taking some pictures here with the fans now. The excitement that she has, especially for the fans, is just infectious. Yeah, Malaya Jones. I, I, I tell you what, Jackie Van Liefde is definitely my number one interview in terms of talking to her last year and preseason this season and the, the times I've had my chances. But Malaya Jones, we might have to request her every game if she's going to give a solid interview like that. We're going to get Hilbert here shortly. He's talking to the, uh, the public crowd. address announcer here and getting just addressing the crowd. Got to get these people back in for tomorrow. Tomorrow is just as important game as Malaya Jones just said. That's going to be a tough one again tomorrow. Another team that had some postseason uh, aspirations this upcoming season. We are really looking forward to seeing what the team has next. Of course, Tom Hilbert will be showing up shortly. In our we are going to go over the final totals. In the first set, the Rams took it 25-217. In the second Sorry, in the fourth set, they took a 25 to 17. <laughs> there has been an amazing crowd of people here today and absolute amazing work. And Coach Tom Hilbert is on his way over. Myself will be interviewing him. And here he is. Coach Hilbert, it is an absolute pleasure to have you back. Thank you so much for joining us for the post-game show. We really appreciate it. How does it feel to have that first game back in the saddle, first game of the season here at Moby and take the W? It's a, a great feeling. It's a great feeling because I feel like this is the first time we've come back with no COVID and everybody's having fun and we got a lot of people in the gym and it's, it's just absolutely an 
electric atmosphere in here. This tonight was one of the best environments for college volleyball that you'll ever see. You know what I mean? You got there's a select few schools that are like this, so it was really great. It helped us. Um, I thought that we were the more mature team throughout the course of this match, especially at the end. And, um, you know, so we ended up with a victory, and I'm real pleased. You mentioned the environment and how important that is. Do you think that is a positive, uplifting thing for your players, or would that be an added stress for them to no, do well in front of this it's crowd? It's a positive, uplifting thing for sure. And, you know, they, there's some nerves. Don't get me wrong. They always have some nerves. But they'll, they'd, have, they'd have nerves wherever they were going. Um, but there's no doubt that this helps them. It helps them compete, um, and it helps them feel good about what they're doing. It helps them feel good every day when we practice because they know they've got people to play for, you know what I mean? So it's, there's no doubt it's a positive thing. For Rams fans, what is the thing that you are looking forward to, to seeing in the next couple home games during this homestand before you start heading off into the rest of the state? Well, we've got to get a little bit better. There, I don't, you may not know what I mean by this, but we have got to look, get a little bit better in the out-of-system game. So when we're not passing really well, we're, we tend to just be rolling shots over too much. We need to take swings at those. We've got to figure out how we can get swings at those balls um, because we can't play a, a roll shot game and expect to beat everybody. And, and I think we were doing that too much tonight. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Coach Tom Hilbert, here on 90.5 KCSU FM Fort Collins. We cannot wait to see you tomorrow. All right. Fantastic interview with Coach Tom Hilbert. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We are going to be going over the. Uh, we're going to be going over what happened in this game really quick. We have our. We have in our first set. It was 20 to 25 with the Rams leading. In the second, it was 16 to 25. A significantly more dominant run by the Rams. In the third set, they lost it 21 to 25 on the Tar Heel side. And to win the game, they went 25 17 in the fourth set. Yeah, I, I think the biggest win here tonight is the battle of adversity. You saw a bunch, not only in the second set, but in the third set when you lost it, and then in the fourth set there for a minute until you took off on that run. Not to mention, this is a team that you were up 2-0 on last year, and then they were able to push it to a fourth set. you got to think those demons were coming back. They were thinking, you know, is this have to, how do we avoid going to a fifth set with a team that just did this to us last year? The, the demons and the fear of that was, was going through their heads. you gotta, you got to guess right. So the fact that they were able to push that away, knock it out solid in the fourth set, um, I think that's a big confidence boost that you heard Malaya Jones talk about. And Coach Hilbert did mention how it was important to sort like the energy in Moby Arena. And I think Moby Madness is absolutely real. And we just had the man himself tell us that, yes, this electric audience is something that really pushes the girls to play their absolute best. Yeah, it's it, from the second I walked in, I got goosebumps about how many the students showed out they were in their seats 45 minutes before the time. It got to the point where as the match was getting to, ready to start, we started seeing them kind of push off into the sides. We only saw that with basketball last season. With a top, they were top 20 at one point last season. We're filling Moby every single year. Moby Madness is not just exclusive to basketball. And Tom Hilbert is making sure he can build that up to where volleyball has Moby Madness. It gets electric in here night in and night out. And if you've got a game like that, a non-conference, against UNC, a solid opponent, but not a conference, not a rival. Imagine what this crowd can look like when you get CU in the, in the, in the in Moby here in a few weeks. Well, we will have our next game tomorrow at 7 p.m. will be our start time, but don't forget to tune in to 90.5 KCSU-FM.
Fort Collins about 15 minutes early when we will have our pregame show. Caleb Allen and myself will be hosting here at Moby Arena against UC Santa Barbara. So don't forget to tune in. We are going to send it back to the station. And DJ Hurricane, thank you guys so much. Signing off for Caleb Allen, I am Eliza Drotar here on 90.5 KCSU, KCSU Fort Collins. Hey, this is DJ Hurricane, and this is 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins.